You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's Curtains Up on another episode of West of Broadway. I'm celebrity publicist and theater veteran Will Armstrong welcoming you to our first show of 2020. And it is a doozy. We get to sit down with Mason Reeves, one of the stars of the first national tour of Disney's Frozen. And I got to tell you, he is an incredible guy, an incredible talent, and it's an incredible show. And let's dive in right now. Mason Reeves, welcome to Western Broadway. Of course, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and um, I also am particularly excited to talk to you because I saw the show last night and you were incredible, as well as your oh. entire cast. It was, oh, it was, thank you. It was real. I mean, everyone looked like they were having a great time up there, but you in particular, when you and your counterpart Sven first make your first entrance, that's the first like audible gasp in the audience where everyone was like, holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> Such a cool moment. I went with my husband, and he didn't know anything about the show, didn't know what to expect, and he was like, what? It was just very, very cool. And you two play off each other so well. It was very, very, very cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think it's also really cool that we've actually met in person. I was hiking with my dogs in Runyon Canyon, and I ran into you and some of your other cast members, like Austin and Evan, and uh, and you guys were walking with your dogs, just like uh, just enjoying Runyon Canyon. Uh, how are you enjoying Los Angeles? Oh, I am loving it. And also, what was your <laughs> – I've, I've been talking about your small black dog to people. I can't remember – Oh, Thatcher. Thatcher. Thatcher is an iconic dog, but I, I have been, um, I have been loving LA, and it's, it's good for me. I'm from Arizona, so I, I love having a car again. I love being able to drive. I love the sunset. That's something that I really miss whenever I'm back east or in New York. And so I've been, I've been enjoying it a lot. I've been out to Catalina Island with a friend, and at the Palos Verdes. And so I've been trying to go and do all sorts of things. I, I want to go see the observatory next and go up to the planetarium over there and um, do that sort of thing. But I've just been having the loveliest time in some warm weather. I went to school at the university of Michigan too. So this is my first winter in uh, this is technically my senior year. So I'm, I'm, this is my first winter in three years that I've had not um, freezing. <laughs> my, so as my an Ar- Arizona boy, I'm sure you're, this is, you're responding well to all of this. And, um, and how cool that this is your senior year and you've taken some time off to join the national tour of Frozen. Absolutely. Like, what, okay, so what was it like? So I've done some, my research on you and you're incredibly talented, so it's kind oh, of a given. It's, it's kind of like it makes complete oh. sense. 
but That's I just so kind of you. <laughs> your your family and your teachers and everyone just must be bursting. Yeah, I mean it's it's a funny story actually because um so I ended up getting this from I was in I had just gotten cast in uh, as Ryan McCormick and Fully at the Muni and right. uh, so I, I I had just gone to the to an open call there and Telsey the casting office did casting for the Muni this year and so they recorded my my final call back for that show and I got uploaded and they were looking for Christoph for two months and I finally got an email in April. They were looking from February to April and they're like, Hey, could you send in tapes for this? Cause one of their interns, her name is Lily Schneider. She's lovely. Um, found my video and was like, could you send, send some tapes? And so I did. And they flew me out to New York a week and a half later. And then I auditioned for a full day from like 12 to six with rooms that kept getting bigger and bigger and then danced at the end of the day. And they, <laughs> they, um, they called me the next morning and I know that Elsa and Anna had to do, you know, 16 to 18 callbacks each. And so I kind of had just this one crazy whirlwind day. And I was actually, I was staying with a friend and I was about to take a shower. So I was completely naked and I had a towel on <laughs> and, and I get the call from the casting agents. They're like, Hey, you got the part. And I, I just freaked out and screamed and started running around and I was just in a towel in my friend's apartment. And, and I called my, I called my mom and she started screaming and crying and I called my dad and then I called the head of my department was the third person I called and he this was the only time that I'd ever heard him him cuss he just like screamed he's like no way (laughs) and so he just started freaking out and he you know he was super excited about it and I mean it was just a whole whirlwind and then I got back to school because I had left I missed the last two days of school for the callback and so I went back um afterwards during the final study preparing week and told some of my friends and everybody was just like a mixture of joy and rolling around on the floor. And then also it was slowly said in the fact that I wasn't going to be there for senior year. So they were crying and, you know, but overall just, I'm happy to be here and I miss my friends and I go back whenever I can to see them still for senior year. Have they, cause the show opened here in Los Angeles, right? Yes. And so has people from school and your family, they've gotten a chance to come out and see the show and, and celebrate the opening with you? Absolutely. Yeah, my family came to opening and then I've had um, some of the some of the younger um, class, some people from the, the younger classes uh, live in L.A. So a couple of them have come and seen the show and a friend from San Francisco that's in my class came to see the show and they just were, were beaming. And, it, and it's cool because um, Michigan has such an, an a vast alumni network and I, I still remember the first show that I saw with a person that went to Michigan after I had been accepted and was going there and for them they were like you know you're our first Michigan person that we've seen in something and it, it's cool to be that that person for people and to to like you know just be be a positive influence on the department and let people know that things are possible as long as you work hard and you're committed to who you are. I think that that's one of my favorite things about the theater community is the family that is fostered in so many different ways. Like, and it just gets bigger and bigger because we all share such a common love of performing and sharing like the most intimate part of ourselves with people to make them happy. It's just incredible. Absolutely. Uh, and speaking of making me happy, Carolyn Innerbacher. Uh, is that how I say it? Innerbacher? Caroline Innerbickler. Bickler. Oh my goodness. She was phenomenal, and the right. two of you together was just what an it's just it's folks. If you haven't seen Frozen yet in Los Angeles, it's here until the second of February, which is Groundhog's Day, and then oh, it's yeah. going on tour. Yeah, find it in your city. It, it is, and it's slightly different from the Broadway show. Absolutely, yeah, uh, we, they've added some new songs and some effects. Yeah, yeah. So we've made an, a, a number of changes, and they they, they don't like to say. You know, it's different, but they they like to say it's it's an evolution of of the Broadway production because they have some more time for us to to work sure. on things. So of course, just different casting is going to be, bring different things to the characters, and 
Carolina Bickler and me and the, and the West principals are all finding our own sort of specific, spontaneous, fun, joyful versions of these characters. But even more so than that, yeah, we've got a new duet called I Can't Lose You that, that Anna and um, Elsa sing together, which I think just brings together what they, what the creatives say about that song is that it, it allows for more of their relationship to be shown as opposed to making act two between the, the two of them very plot driven. Um, right. So they get, they get to talk about, you know, their shared isolations and how they don't want to live without one another and how they can't, they, they wish that they could connect as opposed to just saying, you know, the, the, the song that used to be there is, you know, the, the big confrontation where Elsa strikes her and she screams, I can't. And it's all about Anna saying, you know, don't shut me out again, but, you froze Arendelle and this is what's happening. And then um, Elsa reacts in that way. And so now it gets to be more of, this is our relationship. The relationship is central. And then afterwards, then Anna's like, you froze the kingdom. And that's when Elsa strikes her, which allows audiences, you know, to see that sisterhood, which is a theme that's so central to the, the musical and is so important and so powerful. And then, um, yeah, so we changed, we've added a different sort of ice bridge for a song called what do you know about love that changes the staging up a little bit. And it's got a, it's a little bit, the song is um, a little, it's the storytelling is a little bit clearer for the two of us. And we're able to interact more because the bridge is smaller and we have some different sort of gags that happen there. And yeah. then they've also added a reprise of Christoph's lullaby, which is the song that's new for the musical. That's not in the movie um, right. that Christoph sings. And it used to just sort of be this song where he's discovering that he loves Anna and doesn't know what to do with it. And, um, he then takes her as if you know the show at all, he takes her back to the, the cat or if you know the movie, he takes her to the castle and he leaves her there to go get her true love's kiss from Hans. And right. it used to be, he would just leave her and say, all right, Anna, or not, he wouldn't say, all right, Anna, he would say, let's go Sven. Like, let's get out of here. We did what we had to do. That's the right thing to do. And would just walk off. And now they've added a reprise of Christoph's lullaby, which is new for the tour, which is you get to see, I think what's so beautiful about it is he, you know, Christoph comes running back and in the, the musical that's currently um, that the, what they changed and why they wanted to is now you get to see his emotional pain. That's that the transition of, of him saying like he, he's saying all the right things in the song, but the emotional undertone and the music is saying, I want to go back and I, I love her. And he's saying, you know what, this is, I, I have to, I have to do this. I have to leave her behind. And, but the music and his heart is clearly pulling him in the other direction. So then when he comes back, it's like, Oh, we, we know why he's doing this. And, and this is what he was feeling all along. And why was he saying these other things? But we're happy that he's turned around now. And so it's really cool to get to have been a part of those changes. Absolutely. And I, th I think it, it really adds to the storyline. And it, one of the really amazing takeaways from the show for me was when I was walking out of the theater and just like catching eyes with people like grown adults that were just maybe they're season ticket holders. Maybe they don't have any kids in their lives, but it's like two adults or, or a couple people and they were smiling and they look at me and they were like, I didn't think I was going to like the show. As much. I, I thought when I heard Disney, I thought kids show and it was anything but that. And absolutely, was, everybody walked away just be, like with the weight of just being thoroughly entertained with a good story and a good show and incredible performers. It was oh, really, really incredible. Well, thank you. Thank you. And yeah, we're happy to be doing that. That's, that's what we always say is it, it's definitely, it's, it's frozen as you know it from the movie, but it's a theatrical version of Frozen, which means yeah. that it comes with all the things that, that theater holds, which is the complexity of, of human life and, and exploring right. relationships and love and how music can sort of bring all of those things out um, in a way that, that a movie can do with, with different things, with zoom in and stuff like that. But we have words and, and music and dance and all these extra things that can bring it to life. And that's what I've been enjoying so much about it too, is how much people of all ages are able to relate to it and how... Um, how powerful it, it is being for, you know, 
I see, I see little girls crying. I see moms crying. I see husbands crying. I see, I see you know, just like everybody, everyone that comes is, is swept up in the magic of what's happening here. And I, we're all just so, you know, I'm even, I'm surprised sometimes and, and taken back. And I'm just so grateful to get to be a part of something that makes people feel so much. As a senior in high school, that's on your first like big professional gig, like working with Disney. What is the stage door like with like all the kids? I, I can only imagine with like the kids all dressed up and stuff like that. It must be a trip. Oh yeah, yeah. A senior, a senior in college. You said high school. Sorry. Oh, sorry. High, college. Yes. College. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, if I was 18, I couldn't. Even, I'm not, but, um, but it's a trip. It's it is it is it's the first time, you know, and so. I, the company management, everybody likes to joke that um, <laughs> we were just in the Rose Bowl parade, right? And they let they had me and a couple of the other principals ride in a sled, and they asked us all if we would do it. And when they came and asked me, <laughs> they were like, "Mason, would you like to ride in the sled?" And I was like, "Yes, immediately." And they're like, "Okay, that's good." We, we all they're like, "We all put a bet in, and we said that Mason is very clearly going to be the person to say yes to these things because everything's just exciting to me right now. And I'm, maybe yeah. I'll become jaded later, but." It's, yeah, it's just, maybe. It's, maybe, but I, I just love doing this, and it, and it means the world to me to see, you know, the kids that are that are you know too shy to look, or, or that I can get high fives to, and that are so excited, and the the super fans and stuff that that just come and have fallen in love, not only with Frozen or or the super fans that are Frozen super fans that have come and fallen in love with this specific production and our specific iterations of the characters and and what the musical has to bring, even more so than the movie has been just so lovely for me. And, and for me, I'm, I'm a, um, a person of color. I'm mixed. My mom's white and my dad is black. And so it, it means even more to me when, you know, even if specifically last night, a woman came, a woman of color and just said, you know, when I was growing up, I didn't get to see people like you playing these roles. And it just means the world to me to see you doing this and doing it in the way that only you can as you. And it just means so much to me. And, and that's exactly why I do it every day too, is I see those little kids of color. And I think, Oh my gosh, if I had gotten to see somebody like me just being myself on a stage, I just a little backstory, this is maybe too much, but I nope. I used to get bullied when I was younger because I was raised in a predominantly white area and I was the only black kid around usually and I would get bullied by a lot of the white kids because they started seeing, you know, basketball players and rappers and and things like that and they they expected me to be those things to fit that stereotype and that's not something that I am or that that I had any connection to because I'm just a kid from Arizona like I, and and I understand that those are parts of certain black people's experiences and what I love is getting to play this character because of me as a person my essence and my performance capability fits Christoph as a person who you know is white in the representations in the film and stuff like that but sure he you know the, he, there's no reason that he has to be and I love that you know I get to say being black means that I have black skin, of course, and that there are, of course, different systemic situations and issues that, that come along with being black. But it, that's where you have to draw the line. And it doesn't mean that I have to behave a certain way or that I, I'm quick to, you know, quick to anger or any sort of stereotype that people have about black people is I get to just be myself like we all are as people and get to start breaking down those barriers and show the intersectionality of humanity. It's what I'm just really loving and getting to see how audiences react to that is, is so rewarding. And that is, I thank you so much for that because that, that you, you put that so beautifully and it, it makes so much sense. And it's, I so appreciated the, uh, the way the show was cast was, yes. just, it was, it was like, 
it was almost, it's irrelevant. It's about the best person for that role, the best voice, the best presence, the best soul. Not, Absolutely. do they look like this cartoon character? Yeah. You know, and, it's like, and so, like, that's brilliant and good for you. And I, and, and I hope that this is, this continues to, uh, it's all about visibility. And, and now mm. we're just changing the narrative. So I, I, I applaud you. And I think that that's great and how amazing to be a part of that. Exactly. Mm. My last question. My last question for you, because I I know that you have a show tonight. Yeah. How are you dealing with? I, I was sitting in the theater. There was sniffling and coughing and just so many things. How are you <laughs> dealing and taking care of yourself this flu season, which seems to be out of control? <laughs> that is a great question. Um, well, we got we got flu shots as a company. They arranged for us in New York. Right. Which is the fun is the funniest day is just seeing all of us in line. And they brought the doctor to the to the rehearsal space, so we all got shots in front of each other, and that was funny. But um, but other than that, I I exercise usually. I try to do five days a week. Um, and on top of the show, just so that I can keep you know that immune system active and going. And I burn a lot of calories in the show, but on top of that, I like to keep that sort of thing. So I I, I make sure that I get a lot of sleep, and then I make sure that I get up on a consistent time and go and do something active. Because if I stay in bed. Usually I, I have allergies this time of season and I take medication for it, but it'll start building into something. So as long as I get up and start moving, I can usually get some blood flowing and, and kick it out of my system. Um, but yeah, so definitely lots of sleep, vitamin C, zinc tablets, and um, just doing everything that I can to stay hydrated. Those are yeah. all the goals. Um, yeah. yeah. And I sweat so much in the show. So it's also... Well, I mean, it's like... Yeah, doing the show, and, and I mean, it gets pretty aerobic. I mean, you can dance, like, and there's oh, some times you get, it's excellent, but you're wearing a full-on winter suit with leather pants. And yes. Yeah, so it's like, it's like, that's a couple extra pounds there you're hauling around. It's, yes. it's just incredible. I'm just so proud of you, and I'm so excited, and I'm so grateful I had a chance to talk with you and connect again. Um, yes. And, uh, and everyone, like I said, Frozen the Musical is playing at the Pantages Theater now till February 2nd, and tickets are available at hollywoodpantages.com. If you want to keep up with Mason, you can find him at masonbreeves.com and ransonbeeves at Instagram, and I'll be sure to post <laughs> that. <laughs> but, Mason, thank you so much. I hope you and the rest of the cast have an awesome show tonight and an incredible rest of your tour. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for being so sweet. Thanks for talking. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. And that brings us to the end of a very exciting and very informative episode of West of Broadway. Thank you so much, Mason, for taking the time to speak with us. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to seeing all the amazing things ahead in your bright and shining career. Also, thank you to Disney and the folks at the Hollywood Pantages Theater. We really appreciate your assistance in helping connecting us with Mason. And if you are listening to this, I want you to open up your phones, go on to Instagram, and follow Frozen Broadway and Hollywood Pantages Theater. They both post incredible content and it's a great way to keep up with the cast of Frozen and see all the incredible productions that are in store at the Hollywood Pantages Theater. Well, that's all for now. I'm Will Armstrong. You can follow me at Will Armstrong PR on Instagram or anything on social media, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. And be sure to check out westerbroadwaypodcast.com for any past episodes that are really fun with me and Lara Scott. As always, I want to thank you all so much for listening. And if you're ever looking for us, you can find us just west of Broadway.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.